Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 209, which is the San Francisco area code. Fitting, because the Niners are still in the race. I'm Trey, joined by Tucker and Cam. Uh, Dylan is not feeling well tonight. He has been ruled out of the podcast with an illness. Uh, Cam signed us up for an 845 start. It's currently 912. He just got on the call. Sounds like he's watching a movie still. Uh, so he probably won't be chiming in. Tucker, how are you? Oh, I'm here. Oh, he's here. Living the dream. I just want to point out to our, our listeners that uh, Cam, two weeks in a row, said 8.45, two weeks in a row late. So we're just going to now be working on uh, Cam time. Cam time is uh, 30 minutes after Cam says we're, we're going to start. That's when we're going to start. That, that sound good to you, Tuck? Sounds good to me. All right. New time zone. Cam time. Call Cam. And then I'll wait 10 minutes and then I'll answer. Yeah. So cam time. Um, all right. Winners and losers. Got a couple here. The unfortunately Tucker, the Bucks did not make it to the yep. NFC championship. I was wondering if you're going to call me out on it. Yeah. Don't worry. I got one for myself. Uh, Antonio Pierce hired. So that's going to eliminate my take that the, uh, Raiders weren't going to hire him, and it's going to eliminate Cam's take that he's going to be the defensive coordinator of the Giants. So there's two that goes out with that one. Uh, big loser. What happened to the Epstein list? Haven't heard anything about him. Anybody hear anything about those? No, me neither. Yeah, I don't know where this date came out of because I hadn't heard anything about this date. Yeah, I think I saw it on Twitter. I, I, I think I said this on the pod last week. It is the only news source. Um, I think I said this on the pod last week. Dave's been supposed to come out next week for every week for about like three months now. So um, that's just 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 expected at this point. Um, other winners and losers. I realize, again, we keep doing this. So we're going to get uh, back on track here. Tucker won the point for two weeks ago for the Bucks take that just lost. So Tucker's got a point. We're still waiting. I think we may have just wrapped up this take, this this poll here. We got a tie. We got a tie between Tucker and Cam, actually. So it works out. They're both here. I've got uh, I've got something in my hand, and I'm going to show you. No free ads. This is heads. This is tails. Tucker, since you have one point advantage, Cam, you get to call it. Would you like heads or tails? Go on. Heads, ready. please. Heads? Heads it is. Tails never fails, baby. Tails it is. No! Tails never fails! Tucker tails. takes an early lead in Taker of the Year. Two. Dylan's got one. Myself and Cam with zero. Starting the year slow. Um, any other winners and losers? Oh, the waste takes parlay. Loser. One in 18. One in 18. I'm pretty sure we are back to even or below, um, where we were based on our winnings. Uh, I guess technically not, but actually, eh, we're getting close. Um, Tucker's pick did not hit. Bucks plus six. I don't know. I think we mentioned that last week when he had to leave early. 5-14 Five and fourteen on the year, I believe Tucker said last week uh, this was the start of sharp Tucker season. I did say that was the beginning of my season. Thought it was. I was wrong. Maybe this week. 
Uh, mine did hit. I'm actually pretty sharp right now. I've, I've hit a lot of bets. I also had another parlay where I hit a Lamar rushing total uh, pretty pretty handily. Okay. Um, I'm 11-7-1. Cam's, unfortunately, did not hit the first game, the first one to lose. Uh, took us out of it early. Uh, but he's been good, too. 11-6-2. So I'm, I'm creeping up on you, Cam. Um, and Dylan's did hit. He needed it. He is now 8-10-1 on the year. Our guest still 0-1. Uh, so that's where we're at in our betting. 1-18 one, one is pretty bad. <laughs> and unfortunately, we're running out of games to bet on, so it's going to get tighter. Um, all right. Wasted takes. Does anybody have a wasted take they want to lead off on? I do not. All right. I'll go. Um so I, I ran across a tweet last week. I think it was right after we did the show. Um, just kind of breaking down the past two years or, or two years plus in Boston sports, really. Um, if you remember back, we had, of course, the Patriots having a terrible season in 2022. Um, and then we had the Bruins being the best team in the league, blow, blowing a 3-1 lead. And uh, getting knocked in the first round, the um, Celtics lost to the to the Warriors in the finals. Came back, had a good season, made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, climbed back from three down. And Jason Tatum got injured on the first play, and he went out. Uh, the Red Sox have obviously been a joke since then. It's just been a, a lot of losing. Um, there's been some success, you know, getting to the playoffs. It's kind of the new benchmark, I think, for. For Boston at this point, unfortunately, um, maybe not so much for the Celtics, but uh, getting to the playoffs has been good. But ultimately, a lot of a lot of missed seasons. Haven't won a championship since uh, the Patriots in twenty eight, uh, early twenty nineteen, is when they won their last Super Bowl. Um, so I'm thinking ahead. You know, football season's over, obviously. Baseball season coming up. It's going to be a bad one. Nothing you can do about it. The Red Sox continue to lie through their teeth about what they're trying to do. We got two hopes. The two best teams in their respective league. Best record as of recording, I believe, in their respective leagues. The Bruins and the Celtics. Now, we both know, we all know, that these uh, these teams are historic chokers. They love to choke. Love doing it. Especially the Bruins. What they need to do is... As this podcast was the first on this, uh, that, that found out this fact, and we were the first to report on it all the way back in 2020, where Tom Brady goes, teams win. Happened when he was in California growing up. Happened when he was in Boston with the Patriots. Happened when he was in Tampa with the Buccaneers. What the Celtics and Bruins are going to do is in the spring, they're going to kidnap Tom Brady and entomb him, trap him, to a pillar in North Station beneath the garden. This will assure a championship for both teams. That's my take. Um, I guess I'll jump in on this. Um, I'm not sure I buy this from a realistic standpoint. Could it be a good idea? No. That's how you get first, you idiot. You don't chain anyone and hope that it brings you good luck. Not a good idea. Bad take. Bad idea. I get the idea behind it. It's dumb, though. I hate it. I hate everything about it. 
Uh, and I don't support it. Give them, give them a nice little living quarters down there. Give them a glass case to live in so all the people can look at him. Set him up with all of the amenities. You know, throw one of his kids in there so he has someone to hang out with. I called imprisonment. It could be nice. A little vacation from the world for two months. Cam? Yeah, I think it's actually easier than this. I think you could probably just ask them, say, hey, if you come over here, we think we'll win a championship or we want to prove this theory. Can you just come here for like a, a year or so and just see if it works? And then maybe he'll just do it and see if he is good luck. And if he is, he just has even more, more of a hill to stand on. So I don't think you have to kidnap him. I think maybe just ask him nicely and he'll do it. I mean, he could also turn it into a business. Like, if, if it works, then he can be like, okay, I'm not going to play anymore, but any team, right, any exactly. city that wants me to stay there, you pay me a billion dollars, and I'll stay in your city for a year. Uh, all right, who's next? Um, yeah, I got a take for you. Um, I don't know if you guys have been reading the news, but... It came out recently that Kyle Shanahan wanted Tom Brady this offseason and told Brock, basically, it's your job unless Tom Brady is available. Now, after watching Baker Mayfield this season and watching Brock Purdy this season, I have decided that the 49ers have lucked out. I think Tom Brady was over the hill. That last season was not good Tom Brady. It wasn't peak Tom Brady. It was time for him to retire. It was the right decision for him to retire. And they would not have been in the NFC Championship game if Tom Brady was the quarterback. The 49ers are better off with Brock Purdy than Tom Brady right now. Um, It's an interesting take because... The Buccaneers, I would say, largely the reason they're better has been quarterback play. Um, and I think the reason that Tom had a tough year last year was the divorce. I'm chalking it up to the divorce. It's a lot to go through. So it was going on during the football season. You know, he had just come. He had come out of retirement the offseason before. He was facing all those questions. You know, he was facing the divorce. He was, uh, you know, there were rumors about him dating people. He had to deal with that. Like, he just um, was going through a lot. And I think that that's the reason that he did not play his best ball. I agree with you. He could have been He could have been better. Uh, however, that being said, divorce a year behind him, you know. Uh, uh, <coughs> if he had that competitive fire under him, you know, to, to get back out there, I think 100% he makes that team better. I think most quarterbacks could play on that team. Not to disrespect Brock Purdy, which I'll get into a little bit later. But a lot of weapons. Uh, I still think Tom Brady could come out of retirement today and be better than at least 50% of the quarterbacks in the league. I mean, you look around and everybody sucks. Um, So I I disagree. I think they are having the same amount of success, if not more, with uh, Brady there. I think I I chalk up last year to the divorce. Giselle tried to ruin him. And he still made the playoffs. So, Cam? Yeah, I I agree, actually, Tucker. I think Brock Purdy is a perfect fit for their offense. I think Brady is 
not so much a game manager, and maybe he would try to do too much in the offense. He's never really had a, a stud running back like like CMC. So I actually agree with him. But does that make it harder? Yeah. Would, would that make it harder? It's just dump down passes. It's not like he has to stretch the field with 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 McCaffrey. McCaffrey scores his touchdowns by getting short right, balls right, and taking I, off. I feel like I feel like Brady wouldn't wouldn't fit into that. I feel like he would try to try to do too much, maybe. I, I, it's I interesting. I All like, his critics called him a checkdown merchant. So, yeah, not me. Uh, anyway, I have a take. It's pretty straightforward. Um, a lot of head coaching news, and I'm actually going to go back to Saban for a little bit. So Saban obviously retired. Um, I, I don't think it's going to last. Honestly, and I, I don't think that, that he can be the guy that just kind of sits there and watches Alabama football, these guys kind of transferring away, and uh, I don't think he can sit around and, and watch it all happen. Now, that being said, I don't think he's going to go back to Alabama. Here's my take. I think Nick Saban goes back to LSU, and he wins a national title in his first year. Kind of like an Urban Meyer type deal. Obviously, Urban didn't coach at Ohio State before, but he had connections there, took a year off from Florida, um, and then went back to coaching after he said he was going to retire. I think Saban does a similar thing. He goes back to LSU, and he wins the title. Um, it's interesting. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know enough about college football. That does, that parallel is interesting. Um, I just feel like he's old and he's another one of these coaches similar to Belichick that, you know, how how much can he really relate to these players and motivate them? And obviously he's a great recruiter. He's brought in a ton of talent there uh, over his time. Um, so I do, I do think that he's going to miss it, but I just – I tend to lean in the fact that he's old. He said he's getting old. Like, and does he really want to hang out with a bunch of 18 year olds at this point in his life? I don't know. I think the only logical thing for him to do if he wants to get back into coaching is give another shot in the NFL. He did it. He failed spectacularly, went back, became the greatest college coach of all time. Go back to the NFL. Show us if you're, if you're anything more than just a college coach. Because I still view a college coach as a step below a, a pro coach. And if he could go and have success in the NFL for a few years, maybe that would uh, go against some of his uh, haters. Oh, I strongly disagree. I don't think there's any reason why he would ever go back to the NFL. I mean, he's proven himself as an incredible college coach. Why risk your reputation for that I just I don't see a reason I don't think he has really that many haters at this point I think everyone kind of respects his greatness as for a couple of things him going to LSU I think would not ever happen going to your rival after retiring into the sunset with like the send off he got I don't see yeah, I understand that, but that's a direct rival to Alabama. Like, why go to your not as good rivals school now? I don't really see a reason behind it. I just feel like he had such a good reputation. 
He's so beloved by his team. I just don't see a reason why you would go. I mean, Urban was God. Football. Urban was God in Florida, and he went to Ohio State, who they beat in the national championship. But I, they're not direct rivals. Like if if Urban Meyer went from Florida to Florida State, it would have been like, hey, what the hell? Florida number one is better, and Florida, like, and that's your rival that you've like pushed all these guys to hate for the last 30 years i think he's fully retired i don't see any reason why he gets back in i don't know why you quit your job but you have if you did that uh but yeah so i am out i'm out on this i'm out in general uh he's staying retired all right pretty quick uh ways to take segment um Let's get right into, I guess, uh, the playoffs. So after last week, um, we had some good weeks for some guys. Some Everybody did pretty well, actually. Um, I picked up three points. I'm sitting at 13. Tucker, uh, Dylan picked up four. He got all the games right. He's at 14. Tucker, you picked up three. You're at 15. And Cam, you picked up three. You're at 13. So standings are Tucker at 15, Dylan at 14, myself and Cam tied at 13. However, uh, Tucker still Tucker still has the opportunity to pick up 15 points based on the, uh, the Super Bowl contenders and the champions if the Niners are able to pull it out. Um, I have the opportunity to pick up 20 points and Dylan has the opportunity to pick up 20 points. If the chiefs play the Niners and pull it out, Cam, unfortunately not does not have those opportunities. So Cam is probably eliminated at this point, but um, let's break it down. We'll start Ravens, Texans. Um, Tucker and I were together this weekend, so we didn't have eyes on the game a ton, but I mean, I, I anticipated this kind of happening. The, the Ravens are just the best team in the AFC, in my opinion. The Texans, I'll bring this up again later, but it's I think it's another case of a team making the right steps, right? Like, you're not going to pick up a rookie and just cruise through the playoffs and win a Super Bowl. The, <coughs> they made a good step. They had the second pick in the draft. They won a playoff game. This is a huge step. Next year... I think they take another step. Maybe they're competing for a Super Bowl berth, um, depending on what they do during the season, during the offseason. But um, the Ravens are just juggernauts on defense. They're all over the place. And Lamar is playing his best football again. Um, and he's, you know, kind of shedding the allegations of being a choker in the playoffs and, and losing in that first game. Um, now he... I mean, obviously they're coming up on a tough test, but I mean, if he wants to prove that he is, you know, deserving of this two-time MVP and that he it really is a top, you know, three quarterback in this league, I feel like he gets left out of a lot of the conversations when you're talking Mahomes, Burrow, Allen. He's usually not in that that top three conversation. I feel like this is his opportunity to really elevate himself to being the second or third best quarterback in the league, and I think he's making the most of it. Um, and I don't think we've talked about it on this podcast at all because we haven't talked too much Ravens, especially with them having to buy. But the Johnny tweet, 
I don't know if everyone's familiar with Johnny Tweet. I'm pretty sure you guys are. Uh, back in October, there was a tweet. Uh, I don't I don't have it in front of me, but it says something like Johnny's father has five sons: Z's, Zoe's, Zan, Zach. What is the fifth son's name? It's something like that. It's some sort of thing that's supposed to throw you off your pattern. If you listen to the tweet at the beginning, it says Johnny's father has five sons and they list four. What's the answer to number five? Johnny. Lamar knew that. Lamar replied to the tweet, nailed it. Smartest quarterback in the league. We've talked about his wonder. Like he's clearly grown. Since that tweet, he has gone nuclear. He has unlocked a part of his brain that, that was previously locked. And I think the Johnny tweet is going to propel them to a Super Bowl. I truly believe that. I think that was the moment. That's that's going to be the start of the championship DVD. Him typing in Johnny on Twitter. Um, yeah, but good good season for the Texans. Can't really complain about it. They should build a statue of Lovey Smith for getting them CJ Stroud. I mean that that was the biggest win of this of their probably in franchise history last year to be able to do that. Uh, Tuck, what'd you make of the game? Um. I do agree that, I mean, this is a loss for the Texans, but it's also just being here is a win. I don't think they even expected to be here year one. So it feels like they got the coach, they got the QB, they got the pieces. Uh, it's a loss. I mean, they got bullied this game. CJ Stroud couldn't do anything. But again, at the end of the day, I think they're, there's no moral victories in football, but it does feel like, this is one. Uh, Lamar Jackson has gone nuclear. Uh, will it hold up? We'll see. The Chiefs defense is... I mean, who'd they play so far? They played who in the first round? Dolphins. Oh, they didn't play anyone. This is their first Dolphins. week. Fins. No, the Fins. This is the Ravens' oh, first week. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, they haven't played a great defense yet, so let's see what they do here. Um, but I don't know. I can see them definitely being a Super Bowl contender. I mean, I have a future on them, so I could, I'd be happy. I had four futures to start this season, and three of them are alive. I had Chiefs to win the AFC, Ravens to win the Super Bowl, Jaguars to win the Super Bowl, which didn't work out, and 49ers to win the Super Bowl. So if you told me right now, AFC Championship Week 3, my four bets are alive, I'd be very happy. Uh, as for the game, I mean, they're good. And it's not just Lamar that's really good. This defense is nasty. I mean, they took out a guy who had been going absolutely insane in CJ Stroud, and he didn't have a touchdown all game. I mean, this was... An awesome game by the Ravens defense as well as Lamar. Harbaugh is a great head coach. Uh, not enough people are talking about. Uh, actually, I think everyone's not talking about. But the Harbaugh's might be the best coaching duo in history. In terms of brothers, family, whatever. I know there's Kyle and Mike Shanahan. I know there's all these different families of football. but Steve and Bill Belichick. Yeah. Well, Steve hasn't shown himself to be an incredible head coach yet. <laughs> Um, he did get overlooked for the Patriots job, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, I love the Ravens. I think they're going to 
probably beat the if I you had to put a gun to my head said what seems better, the Chiefs or the Ravens, I'm saying the Ravens right now. So should be a good next week. I'm excited to watch it. Cam? Yeah, I was dead wrong here. I really thought the Texans had it, but the Ravens are a juggernaut, honestly. Um, their defense is unbelievable. Lamar's playing lights out. And um yeah, they just shut down CJ Stroud. I don't under really I don't really understand how they do it too, because they're always so injured. And I'm pretty sure a lot of their defense right now is like six guys that didn't start the season. I, so, I don't I don't know too much about their defense, but I know that they were banged up pretty good earlier in the year and they're getting back to, to healthy. I don't know if that was offense or defense, but Yeah, I mean either way it's impressive. Um, Mike McDonald on, on the defensive coordinator is, is unreal. Um, yeah, they just they just beat him really bad. Patrick, not Patrick Queen. Uh, Roquan Smith is dangerous. Mm-hmm. He is freaky. He is really scary. Um, people are comparing him to Ray Lewis, and honestly, the stats are pretty similar. But uh, yeah, the Ravens are really good. Um, We'll talk about the Chiefs matchup in a little bit. All right. Next game, Packers-Niners. Uh, this was a good game. Uh, I think both teams played well. Um, the the one takeaway that I really have is the block, the Brock Purdy hate right now is, is making me angry. And, you know, do I think Brock Purdy is an elite quarterback? Not necessarily. I, I think it's very similar to what Jimmy was doing playing smart, not turning the ball over. But there's that added element of Brock where it's like, okay, he he led a game-winning drive in the rain. I mean, that one throw he made to the leaping receiver, I think, I think it was Ayuk. I don't remember who it was. Um, was a great throw. Like, he has... Juwan Johnson, maybe. I don't, I don't remember who it was. But he has that extra balls factor that Jimmy didn't have where it's like, okay, Jimmy, just don't turn the ball over. Whereas Brock, it's like, okay, you can, you know, go down and score. And, I mean, he the, – the hate right now is like, oh, he's a system quarterback. He has all the weapons. Anybody could play off – like, play quarterback in that. There's some truth to it, obviously. But, I mean, the guy wins games. It's, it's similar to Jimmy. He's a winner. He wins games. If they had him last year, they'd probably go to the Super Bowl. He – just it, it, I don't understand people hating on him because he's doing his job and doing it well. And, you know, he's, you know, a, a good story. The last pick in the draft to be doing this is, is pretty incredible. He just like I don't I don't understand it. I think it's out of jealousy because there's so many suck quarterbacks in the league. It's like I would love a guy that could just come in on my team and not turn the ball over. Like, that would be ideal because that all we had this year was guys who just threw picks. And, like, obviously, if Brock was on the Patriots, he would not be playing as well as he is. But I still think he'd be better than Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. Like, I, he's, I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a system quarterback totally. I think there's something to it, but not totally. But the, the Niners, I mean, I expected this. Christian McCaffrey is unbelievable. And for the, for the Packers... 
you know, I, again, you may, you probably found another guy and it's so funny how similar he is to Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. He comes in, takes the job after sitting out, plays well, gets into the playoffs and loses to the Niners. That is just the, the script for Packers quarterbacks. But, you know, Favre got one and uh, Rodgers got one. So Jordan Love will win a Super Bowl at some point as the Packers quarterback. It is it is written. Um, it'll probably be in the next, you know, three, four years that will happen. But they're another team, I think, on the right path. Again, maybe a year too soon. Watch out for them next year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I expected the Niners to win this game, and they did. It was a good game, though. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I think that, I think the, that both teams have – I guess I don't know the, the Niners' contract situations with all the talent they have to pay, but I think they, they both have a good future in terms of the short term for the Niners and the longer term for the Packers. Uh, Tuck? Um, yeah, I mean, the Packers – I don't know. I again, this is one of these teams. I think they're happy to be here. Uh, no one expected them to be here at the beginning of the season. I did, especially didn't. Um, but they're good, and it's really frustrating to me because I don't see why they're good. They're just one of those teams that just kind of have guys that keep performing. When I don't really see where the talent's coming from. I mean, I guess Jordan loves the guy. I thought for certain he wasn't halfway through this season. Yeah. In three quarters of the way. But, I mean, he showed up at the end of the year and became a baller. Um, but, yeah, this team, but the 49ers just on a different level. I understand the Packers had an opportunity late. The 49ers just seem like a team that's going to run through the rest of this playoff, to the Super Bowl at least. And then when it's Super Bowl, you know, anyone can win. But I love this 49ers team. Um, I just think they're so talented, and I don't really understand the cap because I'm like, how do you have that much talent on one team? Because it's not just real. Have, it's a lie to, to make owners look better in the eyes of fans. It feels Purdy like is also when I hear about this. Yeah, that is true. Brock Purdy's making the minimum. Be making 700 grand definitely helps, but uh, I mean, there's just if you're going to do a guy off like the team with the most names, this team just has so many. I mean, just an, their offensive weapons having Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Debo Samuels, Brandon Ayuk, and then I'm gonna say Trent Williams is also like an offensive weapon. He's the most I mean, important player just, on the team, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, just having all those names just on the offense is insane. This team is awesome, and they're just going to continue to be awesome. The all, all, I mean, yes, the quarterback situation makes it better, but don't let owners trick you into thinking they can't afford players because they can't. They're just cheap. Um. And they've dra- the the Niners have drafted incredibly well, so give them that. Uh, Cam, yeah, I'm with you. I don't really understand the hate on Brock Purdy either. I think he's playing really well. Um, honestly, everybody gave him shit because he couldn't do the game-winning drives and he didn't have a clutch team, and then he just did it. And they're like, "Well, it wasn't really on him." 
I don't, I don't know what they want him to do. Uh, the Niners are a powerhouse. I think they beat the Lions handily. I love the Lions story, but, um, yeah, they're too good. That being said, I do think that they're, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. I think both teams in the AFC are better. I think it does come down to Brock Purdy. I like him. I think he's good. I don't think he's better than Lamar and Patrick Mahomes, so we'll see. But, yeah, the Niners are really fun. They're good. I'm excited for that game. All right. Uh, speaking of the Lions, Lions, Bucks. I mean, just to stick with my narrative. Uh, no, actually, never mind. Um, I mean, I, I didn't watch any of this game. I was driving, um, but I looked up some highlights and things. Baker played a really good game. Uh, which is a shame. He had the, the the two interceptions were obviously killer, and that's that was the difference in the game. But Baker played a really good game. Um, just wasn't enough. The Lions feel like kind of team of destiny type team. Um, I I don't really have much else from the game. I don't even remember. I think it was close, wasn't it? Um. Yeah, it was close. I can't remember the exact score. It was yeah. I I just know that I was impressed with Baker. I think he's gonna get get a bag, and I hope I he succeeds. Twenty three thirty one. Yeah, I hope he succeeds. Um, but the Lions just feel like the team of destiny, and I I saw some golf slander this week too, being like he's kind of not played well recently, but he's again winning games. Uh, a good story. That was the two I think like better stories in the NFL left this week, the lions obviously being a loser franchise and the bucks coming off Brady and getting past uh, where they were with him last year. Um, My thoughts on the lions are that if they win the super bowl, the, the only reason I'll be upset is it'd be one less team to have as a punching bag. Because I enjoy the funny franchises. I enjoy laughing at the losers, which I'll talk about in our next game. But um, I enjoy teams like the Browns and the Lions and the Bills and the Vikings because they're just perennial losers and suckbag and they're miserable and it's funny. This is weird that they're doing well. I don't, I feel like I'm not rooting for them because I want to have that punching bag and that is a hater move of me. And I will say that is one of my worst hater moves. But, um, you know, it's cool to see them get to this level. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll be uh, – I guess I'd, I don't know if I'll be rooting for them next week. But, um, yeah, I, I think they're a good team. And I think we've, we've hated on Dan Campbell, and I'm just waiting for that meathead screw-up to happen. And uh, we'll see if it does. Uh, Tuck, your takeaways on this one? Um, yeah. First off, Baker's awesome. He's the man. Um, I hope he's the Bucks quarterback going forward. I think he earned himself a job. I I kind of love him going team to team, but I also think he deserves a home. I think these fans love him. I think he's just a great QB. I'm, I shouldn't say great. He's a very good QB. He's serviceable in the NFL. Uh, it would have been great if we had him in New England, but Belichick got overruled on that. Another thing that came out this week that uh, Belichick wanted to bench Mac and take in Baker Mayfield. He wanted to trade Mac. 
trade Mac and get Baker Mayfield. The team said no. Yeah, no. Another med- loss owner meddling. Where Belichick was right. Uh, hurts to see him every day now. But, uh, you know, Baker's just a dog. And dogs will always succeed in this league. And uh, it's tough. I mean, but going to the Lions, the Lions are a team of destiny. I mean, if you think the Lions, I shouldn't have ever bet against the Lions at home. That atmosphere, you can't lose in that atmosphere. They're awesome. Um, they're just fun. I enjoy watching them every week. Um, it's going to be tough next week when they're going to the 49ers. They don't have that home crowd anymore. But that's a win-win for me. Either it's a moral victory and the Lions win, or it's a monetary victory and the 49ers win. So good for either team. Um, but overall, this game, just two really feisty teams. I don't know, like, both these teams are gritty. I like how they play football, and it's fun to watch. Cam? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. I think Baker's going to get paid. I don't think he's going to make the playoffs again. Um, I think this is kind of a one and done. But as for the Lions, I love the story. I love Jared Goff. I kind of love Dan Campbell. I don't know yet. But uh, I think this is the end of the road for them. I think it would be really cool if they made it. But uh, the 49ers are a little bit too good. All right, the final game and the one I'm most excited to talk about, the Chiefs and the Bills. Uh, Great game. So I tweeted this out this week. Uh, but I just want to kind of go over it again from a Bills perspective. If you're a Bills fan our age, you were born, and when you gained consciousness, Tom Brady was on his rise, and he just pummeled you every single year. He beat the crap out of you, and he beat you more than anybody. His record against the Bills is stupid. I forget what the number is, but he lost like, four games to the Bills in 20 years, like played them twice a year, lost four or something like that. Like that's ridiculous. Like there was one game where the Bills were up like 20 and, and he came back and won it in the fourth quarter, uh, like in 2010. Like he just consistently kicked the crap out of you. And you tried different quarterbacks. You brought in Drew Bledsoe. You know, you had Tyrod Taylor. You had Ryan Fitzpatrick. You tried these guys. Uh, you, you drafted EJ Manuel in the first round. Like you, you tried and you tried, you could never find the guy. Then you get Josh Allen and Josh Allen comes in and he seems to suck and Brady beats the piss out of him. But then all of a sudden he doesn't suck. And at the same time, Brady leaves the division. And then you start to build a team that has Super Bowl aspirations. You bring in one of the better wideouts in the league. You build a, a good defense uh, with awesome defensive backs and safeties and linebackers. And you're just, you're starting to get there. And who's waiting for you when you get to the playoffs every year, but the second best quarterback to ever play the game, probably Patrick Mahomes. And he continues to kick your dick in. He just beats the absolute shit out of you. It's not like he destroys you like Brady did. He lets you he lets you feel it. He lets you feel something. Maybe you win some games in the regular season against him. 
but he takes it away from you at the last second. And to if you're a Bills fan, you are a sick, sick person. You love pain and torture <laughs> because, I mean, the Jets have more Super Bowls than you. And and I said, if this is all only if you're a Bills fan our age. If you're a Bills fan our parents' age or, or a little younger, you had to watch the four straight Super Bowl losses. Like, just a painful, painful franchise. And it makes me so happy. I used to love the Bills. I used to, they, they were one of my more liked teams in the NFL because I knew they were never a threat. Their fans are funny. They're passionate. You know, I'll give them that. And then they got a little too big for their britches because they started kicking our ass and, and thought they were the big bad bully on the schoolyard. Started kicking our ass, started beating the Dolphins, you know, became, you know, this, this juggernaut team. But they still get their asses handed to them every year. And it makes me so happy. They are so funny. They find a new way to be funny every time they lose. You know, you had the 13 seconds. You had the the wide right again for the, the this week. They're just so funny. Um, glad to see them lose. I was rooting for them in this game because to go to the Chiefs, I have become the Chiefs' number one hater. I don't like anything about them. And I can acknowledge the fact that it's because they're a threat to the dynasty run that the Patriots have. They could have one similar, if not better. They've been to six straight AFC championships. Mahomes has never missed an AFC championship as a starter. Um, I remember thinking how amazing it was that the Patriots went to like, what was it, like eight in a row? And they're <coughs> threatening that. Kelsey and Mahomes passed Brady and Gronk for touchdowns, uh, touchdowns by a duo in the playoffs. They are, they feel very Patriotsy. And this would be another year if they're able to go and win a Super Bowl where it's like another one of those times where the Patriots, you know, in years like 2018, where they struggled out the gate and they look bad. They turned it on at the right time and won a Super Bowl. They feel extremely Patriotsy and it threatens me. So I can admit that, but I am their biggest hater. I don't like Patrick Mahomes. I've never liked Travis Kelsey, even before the Taylor Swift stuff. I, obviously, everybody knows my feelings on her. Jackson, hate him. The only thing I think I like about the Chiefs was Andy Reid. I like Andy Reid. He's, he's kind of cool. But otherwise, hate them all. Wish for their downfall. But they are playing unbelievable ball right now. And they Mahomes is getting it done with just absolute nobodies. And a lot of people are you know saying like, oh, Brady never had a cast this bad. Yes, he did. Um, his, the Super Bowl against the Eagles, he did not have a good team around him, uh, in terms of receivers and things like that, or no, the, the Panthers um, before he got Corey D Dillon, um, when it was like Dion branch and an aging Troy Brown and like nothing else. Um, so they're, they're absolutely a threat to, to my, uh, ego and my security. Um, so I hate them and I hate their fans creating the, the, these fans that create these narratives that Mahomes has already surpassed Brady is insane to me. It, it just, I hate them so much. They're a very good football team and they're going to be a tough out next week, but the bills are funny and I enjoy their downfall and everyone hating on them on Twitter is so, so funny. I hate them. I, I just have so much hate in my heart. And the fact that I have to root for the Ravens this week, another team that I hate, I am a sad, sad football fan. I have a sad life. But that's my whole spiel on that game. Tucker? Yeah. 
Uh, Trey, so does any of this hatred have anything to do with Taylor Swift? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's not, but but I I like I said, I I have been on record on this podcast for a long time saying that I hated Travis Kelsey. I, I, I think he's just something about his personality irks me. I don't like it. I, I thought he, he, he was compared to Gronk way too early. I think there is a conversation to be had now, but again, I think Gronk was an infinitely better blocker. And I think Travis Kelsey is a, a better receiver than Gronk. But I think that in, in terms of the tight end position, Gronk was a better player, but yeah, no, the, the whole zeitgeist of the world being focused on them like that, like, bothers me yes the taylor swift does have something to do with it i'll just like for comparison like this didn't happen with the patriots dynasty like they weren't the darlings of the nfl when they were kicking the shit out of everybody everybody hated them and a lot of football fans hate them but the outside world loves them and i can't stand it and also the way she roots for football games and cheers I, i'm a hater don't get me wrong i'm a hater this is this is a hater take the way she cheers pisses me off. When Isaiah Pacheco scored, she went, Pacheco, Pacheco, number 10, number 10. That's not how you cheer for football. That's not how you do it. You can't pretend you're a football fan and cheer for football that way. So, yes, there, that is an added aspect to it. Of, uh, I, I, and I acknowledge I am a hater. I am an absolute hater. I don't mind her fandom. Like, I kind of respect that she's just, like, now a ride or die. She's like, look, I'm going to all the games. Like, I think that's honestly kind of cool that she's like look this is what my boyfriend does so i'll be at every single game she's like, pulling focus i i don't really have an issue with it i do like uh, jason kelsey too i know he's not a chief but he's in their orbit and i do like him so i'll say that but as for the bills uh people kind of have been talking shit about uh josh allen recently um I disagree with it. I like. Here's the thing. If I'm a Bills fan, I'm like, look, I got a guy. Maybe he's not perfect, but he is an awesome. He's still a great quarterback. He's fun to watch. He's beloved by the city. He's cool. He plays the game well. Like at the end of the day, you're not gonna have anything better. So there's really no reason to be like, oh, like. Josh, I mean, no, that's your guy for the next 10 years. You're not going to find anything better. You better just hope he's going to develop into a better decision maker, which I'm sure he will. And maybe he'll get over the hump someday. If he doesn't, you know what? You're the Bills. You weren't going to win anyway. So, uh, so I just, I'm a Josh Allen guy. But uh, about this game, it was a great game through and through. I felt like both teams played really well. I mean, besides Tyler Bass, what an idiot. I mean, that's the crazy thing is it wasn't like the Chiefs outplayed the Bills. Bills just missed a kick at the end of the day. And that's what's so frustrating about football. You can be just as good or better all day. If you just don't execute a few plays, you can lose that game, even outperforming 80% of the time. So it was a frustrating game to watch 100% as a Bills fan. But uh, overall, great game. I'm glad the Chiefs are coming into form this late in the season. It's going to make for a great championship Sunday. Uh, I'll say this about Allen. 
yes, I, I agree with you. Stick with him. He's clearly the right choice. Like, he gives you the best chance to win. Um, you're not going to find anything better. I don't know if his decision-making is going to develop anymore. I think he just has a streak of dumb to him. And I think that's part of what makes him good, is that he can do crazy things because he has that crazy streak in him and sometimes bites him in the ass. I think the real problem with the team is coaching. I don't think they're particularly well-coached all the time. I think they make silly mistakes, like the fake punt to DeMar Hamlin. <laughs> what a sequence. Um, the, DeMar Hamlin, the DeMar Hamlin slander is so funny to me. It's awful, but it's just hysterical to me. Um, I think Sean McDermott is on the warm seat. I think if you look at how how talented this team is, they should be, you know, they sh- they should be able to get over the hump once, and they're not. So I would I would uh, be concerned about his job. But um, also, I think Stefan Diggs is out the door because he is clearly very frustrated. I don't think it's very warranted, especially with him dropping passes that he should be catching. But um, he's he's turning a little bit into a diva, which all great receivers are, and uh, I I think he'll be he'll be out of there pretty soon. Uh, Cam, what'd you make of this one? I love this game. It was exactly what we thought it was going to be. <laughs> the Bills, yeah, Tucker, you hit it on the head again. I mean, the Bills pretty much controlled the whole game. I'm pretty sure they had more yards, more. Uh, the Chiefs had more turnovers. It all comes down to Patrick Mahomes. He's just a better quarterback. I don't even think the kick is, is that big of an issue. I think Josh Allen had all the tools to win that game, and he just didn't do it. Obviously, Stephon did drop that ball. Kind of a tough pass, but still got to catch that. He had him underneath on the next play, didn't hit him. Um, I just think Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback, and it is funny that he does this every single and so I wouldn't funny. be uh, obviously Josh Allen's their guy, like you said, he's going to be there for the next ten years. But think about it this way as well: Peyton Manning didn't win one until like seven years in. So give him that much, give him a couple more years. I think the Bills are in a tough spot right now in terms of the cap, so that's going to be tough. And then Stefan Diggs is probably out. I think I agree with you that McDermott needs to go as well. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a decent season for the Bills. I mean, they came back from not having a chance in the playoffs or having a chance to make the playoffs. But, yeah, I think we were also wrong. We all said that this is going to be a down year for the Bills, down year for Josh Allen. Pretty much stayed the same. He had like 50 touchdowns on the season, so that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, it's the Bills, the top franchise alike. I do think that they will continue to be kind of what they are right now. I think they're going to continue to make the playoffs. They're going to continue to be a threat. But as long as the AFC is as dominant as it is right now, I don't know if I see them making the making the push to to a Super Bowl, honestly. All right, let's pick some championship games. Uh, I have something to say. Oh, Dylan Still is here fighting through the illness. I've been here since the start of the conversation. I even texted in the chat. I just thought you were p- popping in. I didn't see that you had. No, I'm, I'm here, kind of. Um, yeah, I just uh, feel a little bit under the weather. I did a little bit of a workout today and was like extremely dehydrated and 
I don't know. I feel a little better now. So fighting through it. <laughs> um. So can I talk a little bit about the game? Absolutely. Touch? Um. So this game was back and forth, obviously. Um. Two things. One, uh, I am going to put in a written uh, request that uh, Bass change his name to Ass, Bass the Ass, <laughs> for that, that miss kick. Um, tough for the tough for the kicker and me to see that happen. Um, the this was a game, I was probably somebody brought it up, because someone said it came back down to the quarterback. Maybe it was Cam. This game was uh, reminiscent of when the Patriots with Tom Brady would just find ways to just always be the winner at the end of the game. You know, like it's the Brady factor. Trey's Brady factor plus nine points, whatever it was. Fourteen. This, this was the Mahomes factor plus... Four points or whatever it was. Um, and I think that's kind of where the Chiefs are at. They, they may not have the best roster. They still have the, probably the best quarterback, and they just find ways to win games, especially in the postseason. So that was kind of it. Um, I just thought that it was reminiscent of, of the Pats squeaking out wins. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I think you probably heard this to, uh, to start my take, but they just feel so patriotsy and it's concerning. Oh, I missed that. Part. Yeah. I, I just, they are absolutely the Patriots, just this generation. Um, all right, let's pick some games, championship games. We'll start AFC Ravens chiefs. You know where I lie. I'm an absolute hater. I hate the Chiefs. The world, the haters amongst the world are uniting behind Lamar Jackson. Um, I don't like either. I can't stand the Ravens. I really, I hate them. They're babies. They, John, John Harbaugh? No. Yeah, John Harbaugh is a complainer. Bill Belichick took his underwear and shoved it over his head several times. Over the years, and he cried and cried and cried, and the league made rule changes, and he still beat the crap out of them. Um, they had some great playoff bouts back in the day, and they beat us sometimes. Bernard Pollard took out Gronk and St- Stephen Ridley in one game uh, against the Ravens. I hate them. I am the biggest Ravens fan in the world this weekend. I hope that they play well. I love Lamar. Johnny Tweet is coming back. I got the Ravens winning this one. The defense is too good. You know, Tucker said that, uh, I forget what the team was, hadn't faced a real defense yet. Chiefs haven't really either. Um, They got to go up against, in my opinion, the best defense in the NFL right now in the Ravens. Going to be harder. Kadarius Toney was out last week. If he plays this week, guaranteed Chiefs loss. Um, I think Lamar rushes pretty well in this game. Uh, the Chiefs are actually getting carried by their defense, not talked about enough. Um, that's the really the difference maker, but I think it's going to be a close game. Ravens win it. Justin Tucker, 53-yard field goal to win it at the end of the game. Um, so I'll take the Ravens here. 
Let's go Ravens flock. I love the Ravens. Great team. Um, Tucker, who you got? Um, this is a tough game. I think both these teams are kind of rounding the form, but I'm going to have to follow you on the Ravens if I'm looking at what team looks better right now. I'd probably also be taking the Ravens right now. It's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes just because he is so good and has been here so many times. Lamar has, you know, it, it, I think that's a lot different for a guy that's coming for the first time that has all the pressure in the world on him versus the guy this is just another rodeo. Um, but I still got to go with the Ravens. I feel like this is a more complete team, top to bottom. Uh, but that doesn't matter because it's Patrick Mahomes. I'm taking the Chiefs. I switch it up. I'm taking the Chiefs here. <laughs> um, you just you know betting against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs is a terrible idea. Cameron. Yeah, I got the Chiefs. Got to go with Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. I love how this is shaping up. Dylan. I, I texted earlier in the chat um, that I'm going Chiefs. Um, I'm sticking with it. The Mahomes factor is real. Um, I remember last year in the Super Bowl, um, Right? Was it, it was <laughs> it was Chiefs Eagles, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So um, I remember there being a lot of talk about you know the Ravens. They got this fast quarter, or the not the Ravens, the Eagles. They got this fast quarterback. He's been playing out out of his butt. He's uh, the team's good. I don't I don't remember them being the top rated defense in the league. Because they're definitely not this year. I don't remember. Um, but I think I've heard this story before. Um, Chiefs being underdogs against top-rated team. Speedy quarterback. I like to Tucker's point. Chiefs got a good D. They've been carrying them a little bit. Um, so I'm going Chiefs. I, I like their under. I love the spread at three and a half right now. Um, to Trey's point, if that's a Justin Tucker game winner, that's still money. So I'm all on board for Chiefs. All right. I'm the only Raven. I love the Ravens in this game. All right. NFC Championship. Um, to harken back to the theme of the episode for me, one year too soon for the Lions. They were terrible. Then they changed some things up, made it to, you know, the end of the year, knocking the Packers out of the playoffs in the last week of the year. That was a big win for them. That's the first step. Second step, all the way to the NFC Championship. They lose here. Third step next year, Super Bowl berth. Um, it's all about these steps for these teams. You know, can they make that third step? The Bills haven't done it. I talked about them, I think, two years ago needing uh, being one year too early to be in the AFC championship. I was going to say that. Yeah. I, 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 this is a a philosophy that I have that I'm sticking with. I just think the Niners are the best team in the NFL. I think they are 
I know Cam said he thinks that both AFC teams are better. I don't know if that's necessarily true. There's a lot you need to stop. They have a great defense. Um, I think it's not close. I think the, the Niners blow them out. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Niners here. Tucker? Yeah, I'm also taking Niners in a blowout. Uh, I love this Lions team. They're not in Detroit anymore. Uh, they're in San Fran Kingdom. Is the best team they've played by far all playoffs. And I've liked the Lions' this playoffs. I haven't been overwhelmed with how well they've been playing. So um, I will take 49ers probably by two touchdowns. Uh, Cameron. You're with us, Cam. Uh, all right, Dill. Um, I also have the 49ers. Um, now, <clears throat> um, last week, remember, they, they pretty much barely squeaked by the Packers. Um, so I'm not entirely confident in them. Maybe right now. I mean, the game wasn't looking very good there for a while. And um, they're going to get, I think the Lions are better than the Packers, but the Lions are the Lions. The Lions kind of remind me of the Bengals from a few years ago, just being very good, uh, but not being all the way there. The Bengals were in the Super Bowl a few years ago, right? Um, but... I still think they come out victorious here, their home team um, advantage. Um, if this game was in Detroit, I would feel a little bit different. But uh, definitely I'm going 49ers this one. I still have them winning the bowl. Uh, I do as well. Cam, are you with us now? Yeah, can you hear me? You're so quiet. It's like you're under 10 feet of water. Hello. Let's reset the better? Nope. A little bit. Go ahead. I got the Niners. Any rhyme or reason? Yeah, we hear it. Yeah, we got it. All right. Yeah, Niners. I think they're better. Although I do agree with you, Joe. I think the Lions do give the uh, the Bengals vibe a little bit. I can see that happen. And I actually, I think I would like it to happen. That'd be kind of fun. But, yeah, I think the Niners are too good. Detroit versus Baltimore Super Bowl would be incredible. <laughs> Just two crazy cities. All right. Um, everybody's taking the Niners. I'm the only one on the Ravens. Um, do we have anything else to talk about? I, I don't think we do. We uh, made Cam and I made the decision last week. We did it last playoff. I don't know why. Uh, we didn't do it. We didn't proceed this playoff with it, but list guys is suspended during NFL playoffs. Too much going on. Um, any, any interesting coaching news? I mean, AP is hired. Uh, I mentioned that at the top of the show. Huh? Parlay? Oh yeah. Parlay. Sorry. My bad. Getting ahead of myself. Parlay. Dylan has made his selection. He is taking the chiefs. 
Um, Chiefs plus three. I three have and a, a half. Was it right now? Three? Oh, three and a half. I haven't looked. I'm pulling up three my and legs a half now. When I, Does anybody but, have a leg that they love that they want to put in? Yeah, give me the Niners minus whatever. As long as it's under seven. Yeah, it's I seven. seven. I was thinking of that one too, but I love that. I don't love that one, but that's that's Ducks plan. I think they kicked the shit out of them. The Lions haven't played I, anybody. I mean, they beat the Rams okay, and they beat the Bucks okay. Like, I don't think either of those teams are are worse. Yeah, Super but Bowl the, so unless the Packers are really that that good, 49ers did not look great on Saturday. It's a warm up game. They had a week off. That's true. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a leg here that. Was good for me last week. I'm not super confident in it this week. I'll take the over on Lamar Jackson rushing yards, sixty-four and a half. Actually, can I even do that? Hold on, let me. Wow. Check. Let me check. You probably can. Because Dylan originally last week took the uh, it, I th- rushing attempts. Think I can. He I tried rushing attempts. It didn't work. It it allows me to. So I think we're good. This I didn't take this on the show. I took it outside the show. It hit so quickly, and I, I, I wanted it a higher number, and we alternate spread it down. I wanted a higher number because um, it's easy for him, and, and he's going to need to do it this week. They got a good pass rush. He's going he's gonna to have to be good with his legs and his arm to win the game. Um, doesn't hurt our Chiefs plus three. Uh so I am going to take Lamar over 64 and a half rushing yards. That is my That's, leg. Like that, but is Chiefs three or three and a half? Three and a half. Okay. What do you got, Cam? I'll tell All you right. what. Under I, uh, under Chiefs Ravens is juicy to me as well. But can you see the line for Kelsey receptions? Give me one moment, please. Nelson Aguilar, 16 and a half yards. He had a TD last week. He did. It made me angry. And they got, yeah, and he was getting screamed at by dudes on the bench later in the game, and he missed, like, a route or something. <laughs> on, like, third down. Or, or, <laughs> wasn't even remotely close to where he needed to be. Five and a half, Cam. I love it. Over. Yeah, that feels right. I think he has. I think he needs six to break Jerry Rice's reception record in the playoffs. Something like that. I love it. Um, all right, so we have Kansas City plus three and a half. San Fran minus seven. Lamar over sixty-four and a half rushing yards. Kelsey over five and a half receiving receptions. This feels good. The the one one I'm worried about is my own leg. That's the only one I'm worried about. What did Tucker do? Oh, seven, seven. Minus right. seven. Yeah. Let me just let me just plug this in real quick. That's a lot of points. Eight points. I think they win by two touchdowns. Uh, receiving props. Give me one more. I'm, I just want to check the odds on this. This could be a good. This could be juicy. Uh, Kelsey over five and a half rushing props. Yards, Lamar. 
That'd be a $558. So it'd be a $518 win. That feels nice. I like that. All right. Uh, coaching stuff, AP hired. I heard there's some rumors going around that Bill only has one suitor, being the Falcons, and that the Falcons front office is desperately telling Arthur Blank not to hire him. Um, good decision, bad decision. I think it'd be a horrible decision. I think this is the Falcons absolutely falconing to the max if they don't hire this man. Uh, I've said I still think he has stuff in the tank as a coach. Uh, if he goes in there, I think that they're good. I don't think they win a Super Bowl necessarily. This would be so funny if they don't hire him. I would feel really bad for him, though, if he can't get a job. Tucker, what do you think? I understand why he's struggling to get a job because, I mean, he's bringing in his baggage and it's loose. It is kind of, you know, it's the Deion Sanders. And guess what? The guys that are interviewing him, they're talking to guys who are going to lose their jobs. Like, they're like, what do you think, current offensive coordinator? They're like, well, he's definitely going to bring in Josh McDaniels, so I think it's a terrible decision. Please don't bring him in. And they're in his ear telling him not to bring him. It's going to be wherever he goes because wherever he goes, they're probably going to clean house, which will help their organization. But if you're talking to the people in the building about who they'd rather have, themselves or somebody else, they're all going to be biased about it. So I understand where the struggles are coming from. I think it's ridiculous. I think if you're an owner of a struggling franchise who Bill Belichick's been your daddy since he came into the league, never lost to you once in the history of your franchise, I'm like, yeah, bring him here. I also uh, think the age thing is a factor because you're signing up for on the low end three years, on the high end five for your coach. Like you're going to have to reset pretty soon anyway. So I think that's a concern. Uh, Cam, thoughts? Yeah, I think they hire him. I, I agree with Tucker. I don't see a reason why you wouldn't. As a franchise, it's just historically bad. Might as well just take a shot at it. Um, I also don't think that he's not going to have a job. If he doesn't get that one, I do think somebody will pick him up. I just don't know if he's going to take anything that's not a head coach. Like, I don't think he would go anywhere as a D.C. No. Yeah, I mean, also, any team would take him as a D.C., I think. It's just that the well is drying up. I mean, Raiders are off the table. Titans are off the table. Um, the are they off the table because they already hired somebody? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, wait, Char who did the Titans hire? Who was it? The uh, offensive coordinator the OC of the, for the Bengals. Bengals. Yeah. Um, and then the Chargers are, I guess, honing in on Jim Harbaugh. Also, uh, Vrabel's in the mix. Uh, where else are their openings? Really, Atlanta, and is that it? Chargers, no. Chargers, I just mentioned. Washington. Washington. Well, yeah. No. Didn't they hire... Uh, oh, no, that was GM. Never mind. Yeah, so uh, Washington would be the other one, which would be a great fit for him in terms of, like, what he wants, but not, not a great roster, obviously. But it's just the well's drying up, so he's. I think he's got to get it done here. That's This is his Have best the option. got a coach yet? The who? No, that's who I just was talking about, the commanders. Uh, no, the, Panthers. the Panthers do not have a coach 
That's true. That's an also opener. But if you go to the Panthers, I no, mean, no shot. He goes to the Panthers. <laughs> I don't think he would. He's do just that. like, look, I'm gonna need to get these wins, wins somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just running to the Panthers. Uh, Dylan, any any thoughts? Um, I think he goes ends up. I think he ends up at the Falcons. Um, what have we have we heard anything about? Belichick uh, talking to Washington? No. That might be a sweet Schefter reported today that surprisingly only the Falcons have really shown interest. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Which is... is I would be surprised if he wasn't coaching somewhere as a head coach. Maybe he goes to Alabama. No, didn't they hire a guy? They hired a guy. Um, Cam, any news on the Giants front? That's our kind of little Patriot. Minute. I think he, I think Belichick would be a terrible coach. Oh, he'd be awful. Like not even remotely. He should go coach cool. Navy. That would be awesome. Um, damn, that's our little Patriots minute. You got any got any Giants updates? Anything with uh, the defensive coordinator? No, I haven't heard anything yet. Pretty, it's pretty low key. We did hire the the Raiders offense line coach, which is good. We hired a running back coach, but not much news out of the Giants camping. Darren Waller posted a video. I think he has CTE. Hopefully he's gone. Oh, yeah. He's going nuts, huh? <laughs> I guess so. Um, uh, the Patriots hiring front is there's a bunch of rumors going around. There was originally a rumor that Jonathan Kraft and his lawyer were doing the hiring process. That has since been recanted by the guy who reported it said that that's actually bad sourcing on his part. Um, They are interviewing a guy named Nick Cayley for offensive coordinator. Bill O'Brien's gone, by the way. I didn't mention that. Bill O'Brien's gone. Um, They are interviewing a guy named Nick Cayley, who was a tight ends coach for a long time. A lot of people thought he should be the OC before O'Brien came in. Uh, They interviewed another guy from the Rams, I think, as well. Um, but it sounds like Mayo's doing the, you know, is, is really involved in the hiring, which I like, um, defensive coordinator. They're looking at a guy internally. I forgot his name. Caldwell maybe is his last name. Marcus Caldwell, I believe. Yeah. Caldwell. Uh, he's, he was a defensive line coach and honestly their defensive line was their best unit on the team last year. So I also wouldn't hate that. Um, these guys don't really matter that much to me. I think offensive coordinator, obviously more important with the way our offense looks. But, um, yeah, uh, any, any thoughts on any hires, Tuck? Just hire outside of the team for offense. I don't care what you do for defense uh, right now. I can't say that long term because I am slightly worried about the defense stuff. Bill Belichick around. I'm worried about cornerbacks not just always panning out for us as they have over the last 20 years. Uh, I definitely have some concerns, but right now I'm like much more concerned about the offense that's been struggling recently. Uh, we need a big change there. Uh, would love to see someone. I mean, I know, I don't know who's really the top candidate. I've heard the Rams. Is it the Rams tight end coach? He was their tight ends coach. He was ours first. So that's another one that's kind of like, yes, he's external, but how external? Well, I, I mean, he's coached under Sean McVay for a while, which I love. No, he hasn't. He's been under Sean McVay for, I think, a year or two. 
Well, he's learned something from Sean McVay. Yes. So I like that. Um, just get a guy who's outside of the organization for that. Do not hire internally for offensive coordinator, and I'll be happy. Dylan, same similar thoughts? Then Steve Belichick for the defense. Might not be gone. Um, yeah, I, I agree with Tucker. Somebody outside the organization for um, offense. The ideal. I've heard nothing on GM, too, which is concerning. Like, not a thing. And Mayo just being opposite Belichick, being like, we're going to spend a bunch of money and we're going to draft somebody important on offense third overall. So. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, Jonathan Kraft is now the GM of the Patriots, it seems like. That's, that's the rumor. Which and is awful. I hate, that. I hate I, it too. I agree with I you. Hate the passion. It's not smart. It's like if I was an NFL owner, I'd probably want the same thing. I get it. It's very well, Jerry Jonesy. Which yeah, is not like I understand why they're doing it, but not a fan. I don't think John Kraft knows diddly about football. In terms I mean, I'm sure he knows something about football. In terms of hiring coaches, I trust him a little more because, yes, you can probably get a feel for how a person's going to be in your organization. In terms of evaluating talent, nope, not at all. He spent his entire life, like, dedicated to football, basically. Mm. I'm sure he knows something, but I'd rather hire a professional. All right. I think that's all we got for tonight. We'll end it a little early. We still went an hour 17. We just didn't go two hours like we have the past couple weeks. But uh, I think we'll end it there. Um, we got our parlay. We did our picks. Uh, Dylan got on. Dylan, do you have a waste to take you want to give? Um, no, but I have a, um, a potential winner. Um, at the beginning of the season, didn't I make some take about uh, – Something about helmets, helmet gate or something. I remember. Oh, yeah. Okay, I do remember that. Yeah. Well, Mahomes' helmet broke. That was two I weeks ago. That. But, that was, yeah. I know. We didn't touch, <laughs> that, touch on it. Um, but that happened. It did happen. It's a good point. So, so helmet, helmet issue. Too cold. Um, yeah, all right. We'll end the show there. Uh all right, well, we will have uh, next week breakdown of uh, the championship games. We won't do a full Super Bowl preview until the week before the Super Bowl. Um, but we will, uh, you know, we'll make a show of it. Maybe we'll talk a little other sports for once. You know, Bruins and Seas, best record in the league. Terry Rozier to the heat right now. Um, that's a big move. So maybe we'll break into other, some other sports. But uh, thanks for getting wasted with us, and we will see you next week. So long. See you.